0: Three, two, one. We're, we're on. We're back downstairs. We're back down in the studio. Oh, hell yeah. It's, I mean, been, a, it's been a long time. It's, it's been at least two months, I reckon. What, since you've been down here? Since we've been down here,
1: yeah. Really? Because we've missed quite a few. We've missed like two weeks already, the last two weeks. Jeez. And we did our movie yeah, yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. And we did our fucking Amigo episode. Yeah. And we're back downstairs. And we're guested up to 5 It's up? my absolute pleasure to welcome... very lovely tony sherry thank you for coming on wormholes
2: thank you for having me we've
1: been trying to get you on for uh quite some time now um we've had some scheduling conflicts and delays and whatnot else but um we wanted to get you on you are a a very good old friend of mine we've been friends it's got to be getting close to 15 years or something now um i think we we would have met at parallel yard at 12 which is where we went to school you were one or two years younger than me two two years. years younger two years below me but you were friends with all the older kids because well, you the were just cool such, a, <laughs> such a legend. You lived near me as well. You, yeah. So you were like, um, tucked into the back there. Is mum still, yeah, mum still, still
2: there? there? Yeah, she's oh, still
1: there. Wow, that was a cool. We had some very good parties at that house as well. We did. Let's start with a, with a good story, right? All right, wait, wait.
0: which story are we going to start with? Because we've ran through a few already. I know, but we're going to go to one that I definitely hasn't been told. Definitely hasn't basketball. been told. Have you, are you involved you you in this one? Oh, uh, well, it's at her house. Okay. It's at her house. That makes sense. Do you
1: remember Parisi smashing the lattice thing at the yeah. back of your house? Oh
2: my god, my parents were so mad. Yeah, so like yeah. they've got this
1: beautiful like uh, outdoor entertaining area. <laughs> yeah, you know those like wooden lattices, like the crisscross. I think you've even got some out there. Yeah, like yeah. The lattice, yeah. and I don't know whether he headbutted it or just. I think he
2: just like punched it. Yeah, was, like... just
1: like being <laughs> yeah. a fucking absolute yeah. monster man that he is. Yeah. Um, was it just lattice
0: destruction? Was it just lattice? Utter, destruction. utter lattice destruction. Utter lattice oh, destruction. Oh no.
1: Yeah uld a bit of uld we were drinking <laughs> from the udl drinking UDLs <laughs> and doing ulds fuck yeah um and i remember you were just like you f- pieces of shit yeah um, and rightfully so we were <laughs> I Was think that he, 16th i reckon that was
2: i reckon it was my 17th 17th but Who has i 17th, reckon by the way. well me, Who is me? <laughs> <laughs> <17th>. <laughs> any times for a party right yeah that's right um I think we only repaired that like maybe a couple of years ago. Oh, so, wow. Yeah.
1: Just one of those things that was too, just <laughs> never got done. It was yeah. yeah. Just like, not not <laughs> Too doing much that lattice anymore. damage. But you yeah, know, we had it, we had some, that was such a good uh, area to have parties in. Um, it was. That, that little house there. Did you yeah. have, so. Because there's definitely two that come to mind at that house. So did you have your seventeenth and eighteenth then, maybe?
2: Yeah.
1: Is that where you did your eighteenth yeah. as yeah, well? Yeah, I did
2: have my eighteenth. It was a winter wonderland.
1: Oh yes, yeah. I remember that sounds that. like a fun party. Yeah, it was good. That's amazing. I found photos the other day of a certain someone who we're not going to talk about. It's a going away party where we were all dressed up though. Oh yes. A, in terms of the dress up effort, it was amazing. And I found a photo of I went as a nerd and like had like my shirt tucked in and the pins on my oh, I and I found that. those yes. like full cool nerd yeah. glasses. Yeah. And then um, the two mates that I went with, Levi and Priest, both went in Thomas More uniform and went as like a soccer player and a fucking school kid. I was like, no what? effort here. You literally yeah. had it in your wardrobe, already. Yeah. You literally didn't even Come on, man. put any effort in. What did do you remember? Do you think you went as a cop? Did you go um, as a cop? No, no I was
2: a, a cowgirl.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. cowgirl. Yeah.
1: There's actually, I need to dig them up because I was looking at my old computer the other day because I was getting it reformatted by this is dad. Be dangerous.
2: So dangerous. Old photos.
1: Some of the ones of me <laughs> and you just so drunk, yeah. and you're just like doing the like arm around like, oh, yeah. while someone takes a photo I'd and back it. then the flash and like, oh know, just yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, you can see all of our like pimples on our face yeah. because we're just like young and, um, but we were like, I feel like um, as someone who's got a son now, then there's never gonna like, cause we had a lot of bad house parties and we were literally talking before we started talking about mm-hmm. me being shot at at a party when I was 16 and. You were at one where um, a good friend of ours ended up, uh, you know, being chopped with a machete and had to learn how to walk again. Like, we saw yeah, some, that's fucking some crazy shit. shit. Mm. But for all of those bad ones, we had some fucking amazing ones as well. Like, some of my best teenage memories are at house parties. Yeah. Especially ones where they didn't, where they kept it in our circle that we had. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. parents laid down the law. We're not going to have gate crashes or whatever else. Even mine, my 16th. We had a couple of people go down and throw rocks at a roller door of a house. And like they were someone, they were a friend of mine, like we weren't like like besties, but they were close enough. You know, I didn't have randoms coming into my party because mum and dad wouldn't let me. And I was just like, why are you going down and throwing rocks at a roller door? Like, what are you achieving on the same street where the party is? Like, where are they going to think that's coming from? Yeah. And so then cops rock up at like 1 a.m. and they're like, yeah, we've got reports of people coming from this party. Walking three houses down and throwing rocks at a roller door. I was like, at least do your crime three streets away. First <laughs> it's the lattice and now it's a roller um, door. Well, this Sounds like girls. any any kind that of breakable inanimate object. It was girls leaving my party. The, the, the lattice thing was a was a a, a
0: full-blown male. But yeah. um, <laughs> this was girls leaving the party and going and throwing rocks at a roller rocks door. Rocks at the roller door, that's some fucking ghetto shit. where, where are you guys from again? Is, is Parallel. Oh well, just
1: because you grew up in Golden Grove, don't you just told me what that someone was set on fire. Before we got on air, yeah, they they did. Is that, tell it's, us that story, Christopher. Like, like, you know uh, there was not much
0: to it. I just, remember, just he got set I, on fire. I just remember, so, yeah, some shit going down, and he had a lighter and uh, mm. uh, the Joder can. Oh, with that, yeah, that's brutal. yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, and then that's, that was uh, that's the story. That's the story. That's it's all. So yeah, yeah. I
1: was at a Golden Grove Soccer Club party, and I was I was we didn't go in. We were sitting in the car park waiting for someone who was meeting someone and I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. So we're just sitting in the car drinking. I remember that. And then I just remember like sitting there and I think we had beats playing and then like over the beats, we just heard screams. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then we just saw people like running and then so we were like, let's get the fuck out of here. So we didn't actually know what had happened. Yeah. We just left and we're like, that was a bit weird. Yeah. And then on the news the next night, it was like, and it was so funny because I was with mum and dad and they're like, a stabbing ruins, uh, you know, someone's 18th birthday party at Golden Grove and then they showed... The soccer club, like, and I was like, oh, fuck, I was there. Yeah. And what made it so good That's was that like mum and dad were like, you don't go to parties like that, do you? And I was like,
0: nah, no. Man. I'm like, hey, it's
1: in Golden Grove. Why would I be all the way up there? I'm like, fuck. Oh, no. If
2: our parents yeah. knew some of the shit we got into. Yeah. Oh my
1: gosh. Well, I, I think it's, I may have said this on the podcast, but, like, the mum and dad only found out recently that, uh, well, maybe about eight or nine years ago now, but they... I was drunk one night and I confessed to mum that in year eleven, I I told her that I was staying at Levi's house and he told his mum that he was staying. Oh, at my the house. classic! And then we—that's such a classic. Then we went to schoolies. So we drove all the way to Victor Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I think I've told this, but yeah, we got back from Victor Harbor and he was getting money out of the ATM at the Coles and when he locked his car somehow, that set the Coles alarm off.
0: Yeah, fuck. So up. then
1: we're getting interviewed by police because we stayed because we were like, didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, yeah, we didn't want to look like we were running away from the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then cops are like full interrogating us, like, "Well, how did the alarm go off?" And we're trying to explain to him, "We locked the car and that set it off," which sounds like the biggest lie. Oh of yeah, the time, yeah. Even though it was what had happened. Did they
0: search the car? No, they just were t-
1: they took our details down or whatever else and we're like, what if that gets back to mum and dad? Like why are we here at this time? And
0: you know, just went for a cruise. Craziness.
1: Um, went for a cruise. So yeah. Big cruise, was, uh, went for a cruise, But if Winston ever did that to me, if I found out that he told me he was staying at his mate's house and then fucked off to Victor Harbour,
0: yeah. I would lose my goddamn mind. Really? Like, I could totally I see and I'd like, be oh. like, Yeah, okay, fair enough. You know, have gotta do what you gotta do. when when you have a kid, it's a whole it's different, different game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're constantly worried about
0: yeah, but don't forget, yeah. that's going to be when he's 16, 17, 18, right? He's only like four now. So you know what I mean? Like he's going, to, he's going to be an absolute tank by the time he's... Still don't know if you I know want him
1: down at Victor Harbour when I think he's at powerful <laughs> where Mum thought I was True. that night. True.
0: Um, All right, yeah. should, should, we, should we bring this into modern, modern day modern times, times now? Yeah,
1: we stop talking uh, shit stories. Well, obviously we, we. Well, one more story that I wanted to talk okay, about. Okay,
0: one more story, right, and then yeah. I want to ask her about what she does. Okay, all right, all right.
1: We're well, going to get nostalgic, all right? To okay, to all right. We'll get nostalgic. For People this. get to know the person she was before she knows the person.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, before we are, we're right, ready to right, meet. Yeah. Journey.
1: Because then anyone can listen, right? And they can go, "Wow, I can still be a piece of shit." Right now, <laughs> And then look where I can end up. Right? That's what it's about. <laughs> That's, That's what they've say they
2: have to be a piece of shit. No. We were, all right? We were were not. At least you're going to be there. there. That's right.
1: That's what makes the journey, the, 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 where we're at now so amazing, right? Absolutely. No one wants the, no one wants the kid who didn't do anything fun or whatever to succeed. You're going to have the, you're going to have the stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of my favorites of all time of of our drunken debaucheries together was we used to go and have bonfires at Tennyson Beach. They were the best. We chose Tennyson because there's the hill. (laughs) So obviously, a lot of the other beaches, People can just drive past and see what you're doing. But Tennyson, you've got to go over the massive hill. Effort, it's effort. It's always empty. And so people could just have to go onto the beach to see that you're having a bonfire. Um, And we had them every weekend for like.
2: All summer? Yeah,
1: all summer for a couple of years. Yeah, okay. Um, And this one time, we were all sitting there having a bonfire. And then we started seeing this helicopter coming over. And we were so naive that we were like, oh, wow, that helicopter's (laughs) flying really low. Like, how cool. And then it shined its big, like, fucking torch on us. Spotlight on you. And then started doing, like, the megaphone thing, being like, it's a total fire ban. What you're doing is illegal. You need to disperse now before we, like, dispatch vehicles to the, to the beach. And we were like... Yeah, you would fight. have been like your legger by so we all playing, and sand onto the fire and grabbing our drinks and whatever else. Oh, no, and then no. obviously once you kick the fire out, it's pitch black. It's not a beach yeah, with the yeah, lights yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. else. It's so just a helicopter and the gym. spotlight. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that spotlight's directly down it, but we're now scattered off in other directions. Yeah, and there's obviously um, a long Tennyson Beach. There's one pathway, but then either side of the pathway, all the shrubbery area is, like, fenced off by, like, pieces of wire. Oh. And so our good friend Tony here, who is at a full sprint, has obviously gone just to the side of the path (laughs) instead of the path and coat-hanged herself, like, and folded into... Another species. It was like, <laughs> like oh, literally literal got her so bad. Like I oh, com- no. I can picture it in my head still. I can't what imagine it? what it was like. What was it barbed Talk wire us through your experience? No, it wasn't. No, it's a- not barbed wire. No. Oh, thank you. It was God.
2: just wire yeah yeah not my not one of my finest moments um were you
1: like messed up from that for like a few days like what that yeah make? i had
2: bruising all along my legs like three lines oh, it was goodness. so painful and i was so scared because the helicopter was right there yeah so trying to pick myself up run away and then i remember like pushing myself up against the shrub by like, this big beam from the helicopter came directly on me and i was like i'm done <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> have got me yeah. i'm in pain i'm drunk i I don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't
1: that just crazy, this stupid shit that we yeah. used to do? And
2: I feel like when we finally got to the cars, there was cops coming on, yeah. on road and yeah. we, we were lucky we're, to get away. But, yeah. oh my that's, God.
1: Some, that's just some insane shit, isn't Yeah. It? There was a guy that we knew, we, not a close friend, but one of the bonfires that we had, he thought it would be a good idea to like, Get, a, get up speed and then try and roll over the fire like he thought that he was going yeah to right be able to
0: okay hit the fire at
1: enough speed while barrel rolling yeah that he wouldn't burn himself
0: ah ends up with
1: third degree burns and needing to get like oh. skin grafts and shit like was that josh turner I shouldn't. I just oh, yeah. maybe bleep his name out. You're gonna um, make me do all this work and find wow. this particular bit. Well, I'm just just, to bleep, like out it, just to bleep out this man's <laughs> name. Bleep out this man's name. Timestamp: 12 minutes and
0: 33 seconds. <laughs> okay. okay? Thanks. Bleep. Now that you've made a big deal about it, it'll be easy for me to find. There you go. Yeah, you're go back and find it. Um,
1: but yeah, that some idea. The th- like you said before, when you think you're invincible as a teenager, it's amazing what you will convince yourself. Um, to do but enough about the past we've got you on here obviously to get a little bit nostalgic but also talk about um what you've been up to since getting clotheslined by <laughs> fences yeah. and getting drunk on pulse with me
0: um yeah what have you been up to lately
2: uh nothing fun like that unfortunately. yeah nothing <laughs> fun like that well let's start first nah, of from all what
0: you were saying before Sounds like you've been having heaps of fun.
2: <laughs> well, well,
0: eight grams worth. Of fun. Eight grams worth of
1: fun. Well, we'll we'll come to the to the because uh, I think there's a fair bit there I want to talk about. But like first that. and foremost, I think I want to talk about you as a as a business owner and a runner, and that's what you've been really um, uh, doing. You've obviously got your own career as well. Um, well, I think you work for the government as yeah. well. Is that correct? Yeah. So uh, a woman of many talents. But let's talk about the the cafe and obviously um, uh, what you how that came about and. Mm-hmm. What you've then tried to do through COVID. Talk us through the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, so James and I actually moved to Queen, uh, Queensland, uh, London in 2016. Wow. Uh, we like sold everything. I sold my car and we just backpacked, traveled around the world. Uh, we were there for about maybe 10 months and then we came back and we had absolutely nothing. Yeah. So we're like, oh, we're, we always talked about opening a cafe together and the opportunity arose it was really weird it came about as soon as we got back from traveling overseas and we're like well let's just do it we've got nothing else going for us right now we sold everything we quit our jobs so that's how it started. It was really random. An opportunity came up. Um, yeah, that's so rad.
0: Isn't isn't that like funny how the universe like at that time you'd yeah. just gotten back from overseas. You were like, I've got this new experience, this new outtake. Yeah. Like and then you're like, all right, let's do it. Was it was there like a place that was shutting down and you were like, we're gonna buy it?
2: No. Or? So James's cousins um, they opened a couple of cafes. They had three, and yep. they were looking to sell. And James had actually worked there in the past, and it was a beautiful establishment, and it was. So us. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yeah, let's get it. We've always talked about getting a cafe. um, So, yeah, we did it.
0: That's rad. Yeah, five you're still, years you're, later. You still you still there now? So it's been five years. It's been that you've five been there
2: years, there this yet. year. And plug the
1: name again. Yeah, so what's it, so it
0: called? Hibernia yeah, Cafe. Hibernia. Now Fibernia. I don't yeah. be there. Where, yeah. be Where is that?
2: It's in McGill, in the yep. eastern suburbs, Perfect. by the foothills. All right, I'm
1: gonna have to come um, down. and um, yeah, down. yeah, go get go get breakfast and then hit. Uh, you have to try oh.
2: the KFC halloumi. That's one of our specialties. halloumi. All right, I'm
1: down now. Let's do it. We'll grab Erica and the and the and the gang and we'll go do a breaky date down there. Oh, I love that. I would love that. What time
2: do you guys open on Weekend.
0: Uh 8.30. Oh,
1: perfect. Yeah, let's do it. When Eric has got a day off, let's yeah. fucking... I've been meaning to go down there for ages. I just haven't had a chance. But for all, uh, from everything that I've heard from everyone, it is absolutely incredible. So... Thank and you. And the look, the everything that I've seen from the photos and that, you've done such a great job. So yeah, thank um, you. And how did you guys go through, through COVID, obviously? I know that you ended up venturing off and doing something a little bit different through that time to keep yourself going.
2: Yeah. Uh, COVID has been really difficult. I mean, we're yeah. still seeing the effects of COVID today. Um, But we've just done our best to adapt Uh, And in the beginning of COVID When we were hit quite badly um, We decided to pivot our business And we opened up Sherry Baby Burger Co And that was an absolute hit Which was amazing We got interviewed I think by Glam Adelaide um, That got us a lot of exposure And on our first night we sold out within an hour and a half That's Um, Yeah. So so what,
0: what is that? What is that then? It just was a like a
2: sister business to the cafe, so yep. we operated from the cafe, oh, um, okay. and just because the thing is, we're like, oh, well, if we do Uber Eats, that's cool, but no one's going to want eggs like you know Uber yeah. to their house. Yeah. It just didn't make sense. So yeah. we're well, like, how can we pivot and adapt to COVID? Um, predominantly focus on dinner time burgers, yeah. and we've always you know like thought about oh, we might do like burgers or pizza, do tapas nights. And I think we we're up until like 3 a.m. one night stressing. We're like, we've put so much hard work into this cafe. Yeah. We're not just ready to throw in the towel.
0: Well, I imagine the and restrictions and government letters and notes and shit that you have to deal with would have been chaotic. The like, hardest it thing like,
2: is it, they, it changed daily. Yeah. There's no yeah. consistency. How are you supposed
0: to know? And then them going, yeah. if you don't, if a patron comes in and they're not doing what we say on this particular day, you get the fine? Yeah. that's. The, <laughs> I think that's absolute bullshit. Oh, yeah. so like,
1: so stressful because you're just going to have going you know, to have defiant people like even ourselves you know, <laughs> yeah. um, coming in and then, yeah, you're having to then change your stance because you're trying to protect your business and yourselves even though you kind of agree with the person... That's defying the government, you know. That's such a shit place to be in. It yeah. is, it's,
2: it's hard for small business. It's yeah. Hard, yeah,
0: considerably. And did you get hard. any support from the government or were they not? Yeah, ready? we did.
2: Honestly, um, that has been our biggest help. Yeah, um, okay. Well, there were only great. small grants, but Still that is what kept us afloat because we, I mean, our sales. Our turnover dropped by, I think, seventy percent at some point. And That's crazy. When you have overheads, you have rent, you still have to pay. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you didn't
0: want to like stop paying your staff, or you know, what That's mean? Right. like it's all yeah. that kind of stuff that yeah. people don't think about. Hey, yeah. 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 And even yeah. now, you've got roadworks going on. So it's like, just, it, it never ends with like, the business. It's oh, like, one yeah. Thing yeah. After you knew McGill Road, are you? yeah?
2: Yeah, <sighs> on, we're on that, McGill Road. Yeah. Oh,
0: that intersection has been absolutely chaos. Eh? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Well, now you know where to get a coffee from. Yeah. That chaos by Hybernia and. Grab yourself a nice cup of java. How's yeah. the coffee? That's the only thing. Yeah,
0: how's I the coffee down, down is there? I yeah. mean yeah.
2: to treat my own horn, but of course it's good. Oh. Of course. <laughs>
0: what, what kind of roast do you normally lean to? Um, a dark roast or a...
2: We've got a, a, a range, a different oh, range. Yeah, but but we we you, use... you personally? Oh, you. for me personally, yeah. um, I this sounds really bad. I like instant coffee. Really? A cafe owner. Really? I like uh, podcast oh, is
1: done. Thanks for coming. Absolute pleasure. It's international Roast want to hit her up. And, uh, that's all, just, that's, that's just, the hood yeah. coming out. July, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You know, give me the International <laughs> give Roast. Me I know it's embarrassing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: what, uh, what instant, at least? Are you at least
2: Macona? Uh I do like Makona caramel flavour. Yeah. yeah. But okay, I don't yeah. like that, International Roast. <laughs> oh, my International <laughs> Roast. It? it's so yeah. weak I'm like oh, oh, this is good
1: no. is that just because the fam had it growing up so that's just I like I think so maybe are. it's just yeah it's
2: yes,
0: the nostalgia, nostalgia once again Yeah, it's the nostalgia Erica's of
1: international blend. blend 43 really like, like it's going out of fashion just loves loves a few cups of yeah right. like 43 beans throughout her day and I'm like I'm such a coffee snob now as well yeah
0: like you've got to be man if it's not yeah. mate and so because
1: I now have my like long black ice long black with a dash of milk that's Perfect. Every single time. Perfect. How many sugars? And if that none, that's what no I'm like, I want. No I want that raw fucking coffee taste.
0: If it's just, good, good co- coffee deep done deep right, water. you don't need sugar. No. But that is quite rare. Well, the problem is, is that that's the that's the thing, is that when you're going
1: for, I want as much of the taste of coffee yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah, When they make it shit, when they burn it, whatever. Yeah. And, it, and the big thing for me as well is because I only like a dash of milk so I can't drink a, oh, like a full latte where it's like the coffee oh hell no you just
0: need a little bit of milk Any,
1: like, otherwise you yeah, just fuck that up I'm like it's yeah. called a dash not half a cup yeah. not four splashes not a quarter like of just a cup. give me the fucking just a little bit just to yeah. the, just, just
0: tease just, just tease the
1: milk just tease um, it in so yeah I'm a full full coffee snob now so yeah. I'll be coming down there and, and and making sure that you make it no I won't. Uh, so how much is an
0: international <laughs> roast cafe <laughs> You should, we, off, you should offer it. No okay, way!
2: He's would kill me. He's
0: <laughs> like, no way! <laughs> That'd That'd be little so sight good.
1: come out the back if you want it international.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. it's got like little signs pointing around the back with oh. like international roast cider.
2: <laughs> but interestingly enough, I did quit coffee for about five months, and I've only just yeah, okay. started to have some again. Okay, yeah. what was yeah. the
0: decision behind that?
2: Um, I just felt like it was really acidic and um, I had quite bad anxiety at the time. And it just yeah. was not helping my anxiety. Yeah.
1: And I felt pretty yeah, good I wouldn't good want coming anyone to it. find out I was drinking international roast either. That's a anxiety. Yeah, that too.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I have heard people say that that is one of the hardest things to get rid of. Like, I've got a mate at the moment um, who has been, I think he's been alcohol free for 12 years. Amazing. Um, because mm-hmm. he had a really bad problem with it. And he's just tried to quit coffee as well. And he's like, these headaches are worse than what I had when I was coming off the piss. And he was obviously a big drinker, like every day for a long time. And he's like, and obviously it's one of those things, you know, you you probably don't remember how bad it actually was. But just the way he was like, the headaches I've got coming off of caffeine at least rivals what I felt when I gave up alcohol all those years ago. But it's just just so good. It is so good. It's just so good. It's It's that argument as well. It comes from nature. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Depends on, I guess, what they're also putting in
0: there, but um, yeah. It it is. Is. So you, you moved away from the cafe and you started your burger stuff. So how does now your personal stuff with this breath work come into it?
2: Yeah, well, that's completely separate. Yeah. Um, I decided to do breath work, I think, maybe a year and a half ago. I started to study that. I always intended to do that more as a self-development. Yeah, um, okay. And then I got to the very end of my course and I just thought this work is far too powerful to yeah. not share with others so, yeah, I, I do the cafe stuff. I do all the back ends. Um, James helps me th- with that as well. Um, so, yeah, I do my breath work on some some weeknights, on weekends. I'm currently working on workshops. Um, yeah. Do you just do that from home? Yeah, I do it from home. I yeah, have a healing awesome. room in my awesome. house.
0: That's so, so good. So, and we'll
1: get into my journey that I went on recently. But So, you're working full-time still. Yes. For the the government. The government. We love. We love the the government. Um, uh, You're also helping out at the cafe. Yeah. And then you're also doing the breathwork stuff as well. Yeah. How do you have time to come on the podcast or thing? That is crazy.
2: Yeah. I... Time management is key, I yeah. think, um, and I'm also studying at the moment as well. So oh, just to throw perhaps. another spanner in the works. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. What are you mean really Like doing a comedy gig every few <laughs> yeah, weeks. Yeah, and, and you're and doing like a podcast and being like, I'm busy. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm so I'm so tired.
0: <laughs> what are you well, What are you studying then?
2: Uh, bachelor of Health Science, majoring in naturopathy.
1: Okay, Oh my God, that's amazing. So you
0: so, so you really want to try and take the the breath work and that kind of more spiritual yeah. stuff. To, to the level for you and then leave the cafe to your partner or?
2: Yeah, well, I'll always help him and yeah, you know, we're in partnership yeah. with that. And I think, you know, we may consider to expand in the hospitality industry in other avenues. Yep. Um, but my real passion is being of service to others, uh, healing and doing that real inner work. Well, yeah, so, that's cool. Yeah, I definitely think I'm going to continue with my breath work and see where yeah. that takes me. My study as well, I'm all about holistic uh, practices and Yeah. Yep.
1: So tell us a little bit more about your journey with Breathwork, right? Because I think it's quite amazing and it's something that uh, I took a lot from just even hearing how you found it and everything that's led you to the point of now having a room in your house. And again, we'll we'll talk shortly about how um, you had me in for a session recently. But yeah, tell us a little bit more about how you discovered it and the journey from going through your first session and why and the things that you took out of it right through to uh, you now doing it for others.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, so I first heard about breathwork from my good friend Coco. So she is this amazing woman who is wise beyond her years. So whatever she recommends, you know it's amazing. So she rang me one day and she's like, you have to try this breathwork. It is incredible. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, okay, like, give me the details. I'll, I'll try it out. And about a year passed and I ended up having a fight with James. I think it was over something really silly and I was just at my point, at this point where I'm like, I need to do something. I just feel like my life, my life's just not aligning at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to try that breath work that my friend recommended. So I went and tried breath work, um, and it was so profound for me. Um, I just really went inward and saw the issues that I was having in my relationship were actually me deflecting my own insecurities onto the relationship. Yeah, interesting. And it was just insane. And from that point onwards our relationship completely changed and I completely changed as well. And that was from one session, but that one session, it was really intense physically. So I experienced tetany. And what tetany is, it's when you hold a lot of fear in your body and your, your hand, your feet, like your body seizes and it's really physically painful. Um, And I couldn't seem to breathe through it. So I spent the entire session with my hands and like these fists and I was like, I can't open my hands. And my teacher was just like, just breathe through it, breathe through it. I'm like, I can't, it's so painful. So anyway, I ended up um, after my breathwork session for a week afterwards, I had pains in my hands and my calves. Cause it was like, you know, like how you get like a really bad cramp. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you just have the worst pain for like the next couple of days. That's what it was like. Yep. And I just thought, you know, that was amazing, but I'm never doing that again. Yeah. Cause that was just yeah. ridiculous.
1: Yeah. It's funny um, just very quickly after I was telling people about my session, Two different individual people that I told, who'd obviously gone through it or knew about it, was like, "Oh, did your hands like?" Cre-? And it was so like, yeah. you were telling me about. It's oh, a really that common happen. thing, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, right. I wonder why it manifests in people. the hands. Well, you you've explained that well. So it's like, what, what did you say again about?
2: Well, essentially, it's just fear that's held in the body, and the yeah, right. most affected parts of your body are your hands. Oh, no shit. And it can be your feet as well, but yeah, predominantly hands. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it's a it's a really weird thing that happens, but right. that's when, you know, you just, you kind of riddled with, fear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after my first breath work, um, my second, I had a little bit, but now I don't get any, so no, that's good. it does get better.
0: <laughs> so are so you getting someone else to do these to you and then you're then going to it for other people? Or? Yeah.
2: So my first breath work session, um, was done from my breath worker, who's my teacher and who I did my training with. So I had my first breath work session, um, about a year later, I went and had another breath work session. I think it was in 2020, so my breathwork journey wasn't kind of straightforward. It was a bit all over the place. Um, I went and saw her for that session and she's like, I'm actually doing some training. Did you want to sign up? And I was like, yeah, like I'd love to sign up. So I signed up, did the training and a year and a half later, here I am. And I'm now guiding people through their own breathwork sessions. So, oh
0: shit. That's so cool. Yeah. That that's So cool. So it's obviously, it was a really powerful experience for you to the point where you're like, I feel like on my journey that I want to help people. I want to do this too. Yeah. Now, somatic breath work. Yeah. So in in terms of like the different types, what would you say like variates this to the other ones like?
2: Yeah. So somatic breath work is essentially a two-part breath where the inhale and exhale is all connected and you have no pause in between. Oh, okay. And through the breath, um, the nervous system essentially goes into this altered state of consciousness. And then that's where we can access uh, stored emotions, energies, and traumas and yeah, access them, release them, and heal them. And that's just through, through breath work. So that's somatic. Uh, holotrophic, also known as the groth breath, is very similar to the uh, somatic breathwork technique. However, it is far more intense and fast-paced. Okay. Uh, and with the groth breath, you are actually doing the breathing to a very specific kind of uh, music. So it's for those who really want to go as deep as possible in breathwork yeah. and are ready for those um, crazy breakthroughs, profound, profound breakthroughs. Yeah, that's and cool. what's
1: the what is the music type? Because obviously we've talked a little bit about like binaural beats um, and something. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's the stuff they use for the yeah?
2: It's it's really hard to explain. It's it's all kinds, but it's true. Like beats of the music, and it goes through different um, phases in the music, and it's just crazy where your breath takes you with that music. It's really hard to explain the the kind of music.
0: So, is it is it somewhat similar to regression therapy? Or is yeah. that something, is that more like hypnosis?
2: I would say it's more like hypnosis. right? Because yeah. I haven't actually
0: really looked into it. I've just heard about like a lot of people doing regression therapy and like healing those deep traumas as well. Yeah. So I didn't know whether they were in the same kind of category or... It's
2: definitely healing. Um, yeah. But in terms, I don't think it's about really the breath. It's more so that hypnosis yeah. where you're taken back into your childhood or to certain events that were quite traumatic and yeah, yeah. healing from them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, I wanted you to talk about as well, because obviously we, we, we love a good uh, conspiracy theory uh, on here now. Part of the reason you went back and did your next session was that you started to go through a bit of awakening to how fucked up this world is in, in, in uncertain words, I guess. Um, and so you obviously had that first session, had the really intense experience, but also the pain and that as well. So you were kind of like, cool, had my moment doing that. Probably done with it now, but then going through the sort of awakening with um, the world that actually led you to, to go back and, and do it again. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, correct. So, 2020, I'd just been married, COVID here, and I kind of just got in this really dark space. As
0: you would, because you've just like, you're supposed to be on your honeymoon, you're supposed to be hanging yeah. out, working. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was
2: crazy. Um, so, I just started going down these rabbit holes of conspiracy theories. I kind of. <laughs> Opened my eyes up to the whole uh, child trafficking thing. Yeah, like um, gate and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really like dark stuff. Yeah, that,
0: that just, is the darkest of dark. Like. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I
2: heard the story about like, this is probably really left field, but like Hillary Clinton like wearing yeah. some kids' face. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Yep. Yeah. That's um, the
0: Anthony Wayne laptop stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I was like, there is. Frazzle
0: drip, tra- they call the video yeah. apparently.
2: Yeah. Just insane. And at that time, Trump was bringing a lot of that to light. And like the whole Hollywood thing, I was just like, what kind of world am I living in? It is so evil. And if this is actually happening, this is not the kind of world that I want to be in. And by no means have I ever been like suicidal, but I was just like, I don't want to get up. Yeah. I just, I don't want to get up. I just, I felt really low on energy. Yeah. And just, I guess I lost faith in the world and humanity. Do you
0: know what's interesting is like, like I had the same thing. So I started researching and finding out about this stuff in like 2012. Um, and, like, I originally started looking into, um, like, the spiritual side of it and, like, ancient cultures and how they all kind of, like, worship the pine cone and a lot of weird stuff, weird stuff like that. Yeah. And then, like, which is, like, the pineal gland. And then that yes. led to, um, like, 9-11 and all your classic kind of WikiLeaks. And, yeah, it all just leads from there. And, like, isn't it strange how everybody who wakes up say, said that they've had that kind of, like, you know, dark night of the soul kind mm-hmm. of experience yeah. where they're, like, they find out really what the world actually is and you just get fucking sad about it. And then you go through that. Once you come out of that, me personally anyway, went through that really like, you know what? Fuck it. I know what's going on. I'm going to fucking like use it to my advantage. And you get that inspired
2: Mm, from it. Yeah. 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 And at the time, I didn't even realize it was the beginning of my spiritual awakening. So I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I, I, I didn't understand and I didn't have people around me that had gone through anything similar. Yeah. So it was really isolating and yeah. I just felt like I had nowhere to turn.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had that as well. Like, you know, when I went through um, my awakening as well, I didn't have anyone that I knew other than like me, you, and our, my old housemate. We were the only people really that were flat out into it. Yeah. And everyone else, there was no one that I really knew that was that was hell into the stuff either. And then I was like so blown away by it. And I felt like the evidence, particularly with 9-11, was the big thing that got me to yeah. begin with. And I felt like the evidence was so compelling. So I wanted to tell everyone and and get them. But then I was literally having conversations with brick walls and and people were getting mad at me. Like I had someone at work start yelling at me and being like, you need to go to a state library. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm I'm trying to tell you that even what they're writing in the books in that library is what they want you to read. And he's like, you're a fucking lunatic. And that same feeling where I was like getting home from work in that time and being like, holy shit, like I'm actually alone in these thoughts of like this is what the world's like. And if it's only us three out of every person that I know, which is hundreds and hundreds of people. And I guess where we talk about all the time, I guess what makes me a little bit more positive now is that it's a lot more of that percentage. If I look at everyone that I know now, I think that at least over 50, probably 70, 80% of them at least buy into a lot of the things that I think about, even if they're not as full blown as I am. Yeah, of course. A lot of them can see the things that I think about, particularly with this fucking pandemic and go... Yeah, yeah, yeah you probably, yeah, I yeah. think you're right about that kind of stuff. Whereas back in the time that you went through yours and, and mine was back in like 2016, it was so, it was so isolating and alone where you're like, and then you also, with the start of the Trump presiden- presidency, was a big thing where I went, like, you guys just fucking eat up whatever the TV tells you. Mm. Like, I'd always, that was always a thing that they talked about, like, in, you know, Uh, You know, uh, End of Days by Vinnie Paz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is it, Terrence? Is it Terrence McKenna? No, it's David Icke at the end of it. And it's like, um, where he says, like, you know, you're being controlled by an oblong box in the corner of the room. Like, whatever that tells you is what you believe in. And, like, I remember hearing that and being like, yeah. And then when the Trump presidency hit, it really like, showed me that that is true, like, that there is, like, a mass hypnosis with whatever the newspaper, whatever your phone, like, mainstream news says, whatever the TV says, people just go, that's 100% fact. And anyone saying, aside from that, and this pandemic has at least shown me that people can finally hit the brakes a bit and be like, well, hold on a fucking second, this kind of doesn't add up. And I think that's just because they've fucked it up so badly. I mean, if they maybe... Did a better job of of you know whatever it was that they've been trying to achieve, then maybe I'd still be as upset. But they haven't. They've fucking yeah. butchered the entire thing yeah, from yeah, the beginning yeah. of oh mass work, masks don't work, vaccines aren't going to be here. Oh now they're here, blah da, yeah. blah blah blah. So everyone's just going well. The narrative changes every day. How am I supposed to sit here and actually you can't keep all up. It? We, we were
0: saying before like. Just, I've never been more fed up with anything in my life. Like, I'm actually that fed up with this whole situation that I've never been more fed up. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do you know when
2: I finished my ayahuasca uh, retreat, I was driving home and I was, like, in this little bubble. I was driving home and I saw this person wearing a mask and I was just like, And I'm like, oh, we're still in this timeline. We're still doing that COVID Mm. shit. Like, I had totally forgotten that it was a thing. No shit. That it has been dried on for
1: so long. Yeah. No, And it feels like they're just, like, clinging on to the final, like, thread. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think by the
2: end of the year, we're going to see the end of it. That's what what I've been saying.
0: That's what I've been saying to people. I think 2020, by the time 2024, 2025 rolls around, Mm -hmm.
1: the world's going to be a very different place. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people not wearing masks. I'm seeing a lot of people, like, every... We've talked about this so many times, but every mainstream article now about mandates or whatever it is, everyone's just on the comments like, "You guys have no fucking idea." Yeah, get out of
0: here with that shit.
1: You're gonna want us to have jabs five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like it's just, and there's there's even some big comedians in that getting on the bandwagon now of of calling it as they see it, which is important because a lot of those fucking left leaning lunatics for ages have been making fun of us for. For speaking out. And there's still plenty of them that are, but uh, yeah, I think you're right. And it's so, so obviously you went through that awakening and then you've gone back and gone, I'm going to go do breath work again. So mm. hopefully get me through this, yeah, this isolating feeling that I've had. So yeah, tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So I went back to my teacher, Julie, I felt like I didn't have anyone to turn to. Um, and I remember just going to her house and sitting on her couch and just breaking down in tears and going like, and she's like, you know, why are you here? You know, why are you here? I'm like, I just want truth because I felt like, everything that I was uncovering, it was all based on like lies and deceit. And yeah, I'm like, I just want truth. So we really worked with that in my session. And that was the first time that I had an out of body experience. I had actually left my body. Very interesting. Um, From the breath work. Yeah. 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 And um, my my teacher said that I had stopped breathing for about three minutes, which is normal. I've had clients do that before. Yeah, right. And generally when that happens, it means that you have left your body. Okay. Um and whether your guides or angels are kind of working on your physical body when you're in some people can astro astral project. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done that personally. Yeah, I've done some... it once in my life. Yeah. And
0: I got scared shitless because <laughs> I realised what was happening. Yeah. And I woke myself up.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's cool that you experienced it though. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was quite strange. It was quite strange. I only just like basically like was able to put my consciousness onto my floor of my bedroom. Wow. And then looked over to the window and I was like, I'm not in my body. I started to just like get scared, and then mm. I just like was like, all right, I'm waking up now. I'm done with this." Like, yeah, wow. quite odd. Quite odd. Yeah. And how did you get to that? That was just through. Was that through doing meditation? For yeah, a so I had binaural beats. Oh,
2: so you weren't actually asleep. You were meditating. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I haven't done it since. It's been a long time. I haven't been into meditation as much recently. Probably should get back into it because I know, like, quite often feel a bit more of like a, a general sense of peace. Yeah. I guess it's been quite hard with the, with the current state of the world when a lot of people are, or us as a collective, are experiencing anxiety. Yep. So I'm finding it quite difficult to really totally shut my mind off when there's something over here happening and then you're finding out news about this and this and, you know, and it's been quite difficult. Yeah, Yeah. yeah I definitely need to come and do some breath work with you because I think that'd be good fun. Because oh. you had such a powerful experience, right? Yeah, I guess, well, it's probably a
1: good time to, to talk about that and then we'll, we'll finish up talking about you. You mentioned very briefly your ayahuasca and I want to get into that and a couple of the other things that you've done very recently. But um, obviously, uh, we talked about having you on the podcast because I thought that you would have so much to offer and you're absolutely fucking smashing it. So thank you so much for coming on. But one of the things that you thought, well, I don't want to just come on and talk about this breath work. It would be good to have someone have the experience so that that we can actually talk about it firsthand. And so I think it was about four weeks ago now, I reckon, um, that I came down uh, to your house. A, it was the first time we've caught up in
2: years, years, (laughs) like so
1: long. So we ended up having to like stop gas bagging to go and start the session. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. um, And it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible, obviously. Uh, You know, I think I took to the breathing pretty well, like obviously, which is something that some people... You've mentioned that, you know, can sometimes yeah, take a little oh, while. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't even know, like, I, so you, the the first thing that happens is that you start noticing like a, like a pulsating through your body as you start getting into it. And um, obviously she's talking you through how that, you know, you're just oxygenating your body and things like that. And then it starts to turn into like a really powerful vibration, like through yeah. your whole body. That's like, it's such a weird sensation of like both, Slightly uncomfortable, but also very comfortable. So, did your did your
0: session have the music?
1: Yeah, you had some music playing, but it doesn't yeah. have particular music. Yeah, it just okay. Has general, so, you did the somatic then. Somatic, yeah. Somatic, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. come back and do the other. You one You need
2: now. to do holotropic.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and then, yes, yeah, so then you start feeling like a, a very powerful vibration going through your whole body. And then I didn't realize. I thought like, I was like, oh shit, I'm like falling asleep. That's what I thought was happening. But I was obviously, like, leaving my consciousness. Yeah. In, you had started
2: breathing quite a few yeah. times, actually. Um, no shit. And
1: yeah. I didn't even know. And then I'd come back and I'm like, oh, shit, start breathing again. She's going to think you're doing a bad job. That's what I was thinking <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no. I didn't realise. Like, so I would come a back breather, and I'd go, <laughs> shit, get back into it. and I would just start doing it again.
0: But that's the point. Um, yeah, but there was moments
1: yourself. in there, like, the things that were really powerful for me was obviously, like, um, I remember some of the things I was just like, I had this really intense feeling to start with that I was glad I was doing this. I felt like this was such a cool thing to be doing. And I was kind of thinking of the bigger picture of like, you know, that I'm doing this because obviously, you know, the podcast which made me reach out to you and that the things that I'm doing with the podcast is really awesome and all the cool guests that we've got to have and, um, you know, then I started thinking about how, you know, I think this is something that my my beautiful wife should be doing because I think that it would help her. And then I was thinking about how cool it was that me and you were catching up and talking about, you know, all of our good and bad friends and everything from the past. And I just was, like, overwhelmed with all of this really positive feeling. And then, then I started going in and out of consciousness and yeah. didn't sort of know what was happening. And I didn't, I didn't really feel anything in particular. Like, I was just in a bit of a dream state in that moment. And then, obviously... When I came out of the last one, when you sort of brought me back and said, "Okay, yep, and you're going to come back now," obviously that was when I'd kind of stopped breathing for the longest amount of time. Which st- saying stop breathing really sounds like so bad, but it d- it didn't feel yeah like that okay you, like my yeah, had...
2: body's so flooded with oxygen yeah you, yeah. you know yeah. yeah
1: so like it didn't matter. And then when I came back from that final one, it was just like yeah, like colors were brighter, like the feeling oh, shit. that I had. That's cool. But but what made it so hilarious and i'm <laughs> i'm going to be so mindful of this this time yeah. so I'm, I'm having this such an intensely awesome Wait, he feeling. wasn't moaning was he um no i don't know um and so then uh tony's like here um <laughs> rub this peppermint essential oil on your hands and breathe it in because yeah. it can really help yeah re-ground just to kind you of reground you and it okay. was it was doing such a good job of that but I drank a lot of water before the session started so I needed to go and pee and so like whilst I was having this great feeling I was like I need to go to the toilet so I can keep enjoying <laughs> this feeling without the full bladder Yeah. and I forgot to wash the peppermint oil off my hand oh, as no. I've gone to um do the business oh, so got and because team. my whole body's tingling still I'm still like so then I'm like I've done it and then I'm washing my hands I'm like oh, wow that's extra ting-. breath downstairs I'm like it's tingling everywhere like even all the way I'm like wait that's not a tingle that's a burn that's a real burn oh, that's man. burning so much oh my god and then I'm like why is it burning like what's happening and I'm yeah. like the fucking peppermint oil and so then she can just hear me like yelling in the bathroom <laughs> she's thinking I'm like falling over or something oh no and then I come out of the bathroom I'm like you don't have many male uh, breathwork, you know, appointments. And she's like, I've had a few. Like, why do you ask? I'm like, because you need to tell people to wash the pentamino up there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, um, that was my
0: bad. No. but That's a rookie mistake on uh, your behalf. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. be real. But the thing was, I was just so... You were so frazzled. You were so out of the fucking... Yeah, yeah.
1: I was still just like, I had no idea. Because again, you know, I've come in and out of consciousness like multiple times and then come back after that big wave and I'm just like processing being a human being again. yeah so like that was yeah. the you know the safety of my genitalia in that moment was not, was, was not, in not non-existent mind. bro um but i just left just feeling so and as i said the first thing that i thought of was like i can do that myself i haven't done it yet yeah. because you mentioned you were like oh i haven't really done it myself either i've always focused on other people and you've now since done it yourself because i, I was know. like i'm scared to do it because if you've not done it <laughs> and you're the teacher um, but you've now gone through it and and actually just taking yourself through that process. <laughs> it's not some. I guess I don't know. Why in my head I built it up to be like, you know, four deep breaths, two short breaths, seven medium breaths. You know what I mean? I thought it was yeah. gonna be. More this, fluid than that. But it's it is it's, a different
2: kind of breathing and it is really it's hard work.
1: Of course, yeah. yeah but it's... it's it's you can get yourself into a rhythm. And I think oh, that was yes. not something that I knew was going to be. I thought that it was gonna be like you know a section here a yeah. section there a section there but because it was and obviously as i said you know for some people if you're if you're bringing up these anxieties and and whatever else it would be hard to focus on just the breathing and i think you know i went into it with such a clear picture of what i wanted to get out of it and Um, why I was there. So I was able to just block out all of that and focus on just the breathing. Mm. Um, So yeah, Yeah. it was like, wow, I could go home and do this myself. And I've thought about it like so many times since. Yeah, actually setting it up and doing it. Yeah, Yeah. because it is a bit scary because obviously I was like, and you know, obviously you were there to bring me back. So you're kind of like, what if I just, stopped breathing and then didn't bring myself back or whatever so um, it's obviously you know it's probably good definitely for your first few times to to go through to go yeah get it guided um, to have that guided one but yeah it is as I said before for me it was just the, the sheer incredible power of our breath was just the thing that I took away from it Yeah, and I knew that you know that because we've focused so much on the mental health stuff on this podcast and we talk to a lot of these really profound people and that breath is something that seems to be what comes up a lot you know people talk yeah. about how the breathing techniques has helped them manage their anxiety and breathing yeah. techniques has helped them be able to you know get off these ledges proverbially yeah. in their life well, that's like the, so, the
0: wim hof method have you heard like the yeah. wim hof guy yeah i tried to do his thing where you like have the cold shower and you sit there and you do the 30 like heap yeah. deep breaths and in the end you hold you like you let almost all of it out, and you hold it for as long as you can. Yeah, and you got to like fight that reptile like instinct to like not like to take a big Bridge, gasp until yeah. you like right. The longer you can hold it, the better, kind of thing. Yeah, is that kind of like a similar like, application uh, or
2: similar? Yeah, but different. So yeah. yeah, the breathing that I teach it's this. It's not just thirty breaths, so it's an hour of just breathing, and intense breathing, I would say. Like did you find it it was like yeah, yeah, hard work. So Yeah, you have to
1: like you have to be really Uh, conscious on
2: focusing on
1: doing it, otherwise you're just naturally gonna regress into like shorter breaths. So you're you're having to put a lot of effort
2: into So yeah, it's very similar. And this is something that
0: you do laying down?
2: laying down but you can also do it sitting up you can do it looking into a mirror it's interesting yeah Yeah, i wonder if there's
0: different effects if you're doing it like looking into a mirror per se or like
2: yeah um i was meant to do that on the last weekend of my training but we never got around to that since i was spewing but i've done um in water breath work so rebirth in water kind of like
0: um isolation tank
2: yeah similar but we were in a pool and we had this snorkel kit on and we did it and I didn't really like it. Like, my snorkel kept leaking, uh, so it was a bit... Okay. But there's some people that had some... It actually makes you feel like you're in a womb. So oh, okay. this breathwork, it's also called rebirthing breathwork. So yeah. people can actually go back and relive their birth. Yeah, and right. Feel like they're in the in the womb. Yeah, I guess because you're, you're not water, touching anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It kind of That's crazy. That's
1: crazy. Yeah, it's that would insane, be fucking crazy. The, hey. the power of it. So yeah. I'm yeah. excited now for you to go and have a session, yeah. and then we can do an episode ourselves and Chatting. talk about your Yeah, um, we've got to do a mental a health mention well. soon. So. We do. So maybe we maybe we should hold off and get you to go and do a. Go and work. do that, and then come and back. We'll do a mental health, and we'll be like, as you heard on the. The Tony Spectacular, yeah. Um, we've now got our boy Tyres to go and do a breathwork session as well, um, and he washed the peppermint oil
0: off before. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's he, it. He peed, I've so.
2: actually started to rub it in my hands and just paste it over my oh, face. Yeah. <laughs> I've changed changed.
0: The development of the business. You've changed <laughs> our methodology,
1: bros. You've, um, you've ruined our SOPs, man. That is uh, that is absolutely amazing, and it's it, yeah. As I said, I think you know it's something where you hear a lot about oh the power of the breath and whatever. And I guess I always kind of. I knew that there was something there, but I just, to be able to feel it that intensely myself. Yeah. Um And as you said, like, but it cannot always be as, it, it's always a positive experience, but it can be quite a intense experience yeah. for some people as well. Like some people it can Absolutely. bring up, um, you know, traumatic experiences yeah. and I, I guess make them face that stuff and yeah. whatever else. Because I think, you know, that, that's the thing is that we, we get into very coasty places in our life, oh, I think, and yeah. so any of these kinds of things where you're like forcing yourself to look inwards um and i guess we'll now segue into uh your stuff so you've been really going hard on the on the spiritual journey stuff you've not just been looking at the breathwork stuff so what are some of the things you've been doing to just absolutely expand the mind and the horizons lately
2: uh, well, as mentioned, I've done ayahuasca now, um, and in the lead-up to the preparation of my ayahuasca journey, uh, I did Cambo. So I'm okay. not sure if you're familiar with what Cambo is. No, I haven't heard of before. Um, it's essentially an Amazon frog, um, and it's kind of put it, it's the, they do it ethically. Is
0: it like Obagame? Ob- pardon? Is it like ob- game? Is that what it is? No. No, okay. Maybe yeah, so they
2: have to get the frog into an adrenaline state, I yeah, guess, but, yeah. again, it's done ethically yeah. um, by the tribes in the Amazon. And they then, when the frog is scared or is in a state of heightened adre- adrenaline, it kind of secretes this secretion. So that is what they scrape off the frog, and then they send it to um, Cambo facilitators, and then that's what it, what is applied to the burn marks on the skin um and it's been used for hundreds of years um for snake bites um to help with purging toxins um candida it can help in curing some diseases so it's some really powerful uh, when i say plant medicine it's not really plant medicine because it's from a frog but Um, Yeah, I I essentially did it to clean my vessel out as much as possible. That's cool. Before ayahuasca. Um, That's so cool. So so it's
0: more of a physiological thing. It's not so much a trip per se. No, no,
2: no. So you don't um, hallucinate at all. You feel so sick and you throw up a lot. But in the time that you... So essentially what's happened, the burn marks are applied. They then apply the frog secretion and... like. Instantly, you feel the um, medicine kind of running through your body, oh, right. and you just get really, really hot. And you kind of it's really uncomfortable, yeah, it would be. <laughs> and in that time, you have to drink two liters of water that was the hardest part, yeah. drinking two liters of water. Um, and you just feel really, really ill, yeah. So, yeah, I was just sitting there, I'm like, okay, like I've got to down this water, I'm feeling so ill. And then I was like, do I need to be sick? And my um, facilitator, she's like, no, you've got to keep drinking water, I kept drinking water, and then before I knew it, I was. Purging my up. Yeah, but it was it wasn't it was wasn't like a normal vomit. It okay. was yeah, really different. No shit. So, but How my so? um, it was very powerful. Yeah, okay. and it didn't look like normal vomit. So mine was quite. This is a bit gross. That's right. Like Get into detail. And yep. that indicates that it was um a lot of um, toxins were being removed from my kidneys. Okay. So yeah, okay. and my f- the, another uh, symptom is is your face swells. So much. So yeah, right. I I think I sent you the picture. Yeah. Justin. I looked like I'd aged about yeah, sixty so you years. You look like a nano like no, oh, yeah, shit. yeah. This
0: is crazy shit. Where yeah. where are we doing this?
2: Um so one of my good friends is a facilitator, so we yeah. did it at her house. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. It was actually legal here until um, someone actually sadly passed away, and it's now been um, banned here and I think Victoria. Okay. But I think she had underlying health issues, so again, it's another thing that they've banned, and there's really no evidence to suggest it's yeah. yeah, There's more benefits than there is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: So, did you then when you went and had your ayahuasca trip, were you throwing up then as well?
2: Yeah, um, not in my first journey. So in my second journey, yes. So, but it's, again, it's not like a normal vomit. So when you um, purge in ayahuasca, it's like an emotional release. So um, the release can come in forms of tears. It can come in forms of shaking, like uncontrollably your entire body. It can be vomiting. It can be pooing. Um, It can be sweating. So it's any form of release. And in my second journey, when I did vomit, it was an emotional release. It wasn't like I felt sick and I, I, yeah. that I knew I had to get this energy out. It was like, it was a feeling that I've never had before. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Wow.
0: So were you visually uh, revisiting things or was it more of like a, a mind uh, frame? Yeah, or? I,
2: I had visions. Yeah. Um, in my first journey, I actually went back to a past life. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like I was seeing myself. I was looking down at my body and I was um, in a tribe in the Amazon. No shit. And I was in this hut dancing to this tribal music. I was barefoot on the earth. I looked down and there was this massive flowing river and I was just surrounded by all these trees. Wow. And it was only for a split second I experienced that and then I came out of that. So I had past life visions. Um yeah. I, I resourced stuff from my childhood. Yeah. I saw like sacred um, geometry. Oh, nice. uh, Colors. I saw energy. Um, but ayahuasca is interesting. So when you you lay down and you close your eyes, and that's when you have a lot of your visions. So when you open your eyes, you come up, you kind of come out of your journey. Okay, so interesting. It's, yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Right, and
0: you did this here as well.
2: Yeah, I did that here. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. At and least you
0: went too far. At least you didn't have to go to full South America. Uh,
2: I would have loved to have done that, but I did have a lot of fear around yeah. if something was to go wrong. Yep. Yeah. I would be in a foreign country, so yeah, exactly. yeah. At least
1: you were somewhere that you felt a little bit more comfortable yeah. going through something so intense. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
2: And I was so held and supported. And and that yeah. is the most important thing. And it's just crazy to think there were 20 other people there. There was yeah, wow. one medicine woman, um, one so she was a healer as well, another healer. And they were there for all of us. But everyone in that room said there was not one moment when they weren't held and supported when they were going through a hard process. So the wow. medicine is very intelligent. Yeah. It doesn't have like, it doesn't create three people going through a hard process at the same time. It'll, it it kind of happens in like a, a way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's really so cool. So we're going on a wormholes ayahuasca retreat or what? We're going to have to. I think we're going to, because yeah, that yeah. would be amazing to come back from yeah. that. Yeah. And just be like, we right now we're recording this with no technology, and we're doing it with like a cup and a string because we're we're so broken from traditional norms. <laughs> yeah, things, yeah, yeah you know, that's we're it. That's it. No one's even going to be able yeah. to hear it, but
0: we'll be having a fucking great time. Yeah. So the active ingredient in ayahuasca is dimethyltryptamine. Yeah. So that's what um, proper made you.
2: Um, so it's actually uh, ayahuasca is a vine from the Amazon and is mixed with other like leaves and stuff and I think it does potentially have that I'm not yeah. entirely sure yeah. but it creates that kind of DMT experience yeah. but obviously yeah. your natural um, being that it's from a plant yeah yeah we've yeah, so yeah, both
1: yeah, done a, DMT before haven't
0: we yeah, yeah but not not, not from, like, from a plant no, oh, yeah, ours yeah. Was,
1: what you did synthetic
0: stuff I suppose oh. I must have done synthetic stuff because if well. it's not from the ayahuasca it, it, I guess I not, it's not synthetic per se but it's yeah, like, okay.
1: Well, either, way, either I went, way, I went on a fucking journey. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, like I think I was telling you about, it, like the 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 craziest thing for me, and I'd never done anything, so I hadn't even done mushy. I did, my mushy's time came after the DMT, so DMT was my first ever experience.
2: Wow.
0: Yeah, that's deep, the, balls that, deep. But the I only I haven't even done that
1: the only reason I did it is because I knew it was short lived yeah so the only thing the reason I was so fearful about doing other things was longevity Mm I didn't like the I didn't like the thought of being potentially out of control and that's probably not the right word but like going through an experience and plus like every one of my mates had bad trip stories. Like no one had good ones for me back then. Now that I'm getting older, people have great ones. But back then it was just like, I saw ants running all over me. And I guess a lot of them were probably acid. and so But that was just the the things that I could lean on about Um, psychedelics was these. So it just turned me off them. But then I don't even remember who said it to me, but someone cooked as one time years before this had happened had said, oh, you don't go looking for DMT. You let DMT find you. Yeah, and
2: it's like, true though. And yes. I was like, all right,
1: what, all right, dickhead. And then <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm at my mate's house where smoking bombs or whatever. And this guy who had like brought the weed around to us was like, oh, guys, I've got DMT. What do you want to do this afternoon? And like in my head, I heard my other mate being like, don't go looking for DMT. Let it find you. Yeah, but I, I was still you. like, no, like, and they were like, no. Nah. And then I was like, all right, you motherfuckers do it, and then I'll see if I want to do it. And when they were all okay after 20 minutes, I was like, I can yeah, handle that. Yeah, yeah. I'm strong enough in the old nog and I can handle that. Yeah. But the biggest thing I said is because they were all kind of like, they were annoying each other while tripping because they were all going, whoa. But then the other person would be like, shut up. Like just, they wanted silence to go through that moment. So then when I said to them, I was like, I'm going to do this, but I need you to just fucking sit there in complete silence and just let me go through this journey. And then, all right, I'll do it. So... I had, the, I had the thing and I immediately got sucked out of the room. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, went through my journey. But the biggest thing for me was when I came back to myself, I was like, I, I just this feeling of like everything is exactly where it's meant to be in the universe yeah, right now. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something I would like to do again. I think I would like to have that, mm. that moment of just like, uh, you know, in that moment someone could have told me that everyone I knew and loved was dead and I would have been like, it's all a part of the universe. Yeah, the like yeah, Like you're yeah. so- Had that bit of ego just death in, of Yeah, like it was yeah. just a crazy thing. And how did, did you have, as you said, like you came out of it feeling like, oh shit, there's a pandemic and everything yeah. on. But what was, I guess, the biggest takeaways for you from your journey when you were, you know, coming back to real life? Was that a hard adjustment after going through something so amazing, or was it just better? Or what? What was your sort of experience?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I found it really hard. Like, I, it, it felt like I was integrating back into the matrix. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that so is such a Especially yeah. in with the energy of the world now with COVID. So I came, you know, from such a high, came off such a high, and then into this world where people are wearing masks and where. I had totally forgotten about COVID. So it's like I, yeah, I'm trying to integrate back into this matrix thing. Yeah. Uh, It just didn't feel natural. It didn't feel organic. Um, But my, I would say my golden nuggets from my experience would have to be that I really got to go within. I mean, I have spent thousands of dollars on trying to do that inner work and nothing has ever scraped the surface. So if you ever want to go and do the inner work, go do ayahuasca. Yeah, Yeah, wow. um, But yeah, my golden nuggets would be revisiting a trauma that I had. Totally blocked out from a, you know, when I was a child. Wow. And how that was impacting my life today, my behaviors, my relationships.
0: Piece together some puzzle pieces. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. So you've been able to like, carry this through your whole life and yeah. you didn't know this is causing what. the, yeah, oh, right. it was really
2: profound. Yeah. And now that I remember, I can really focus on healing that and, and changing my life. And I, I'm not allowing some trauma to dictate my, my decisions and my life anymore. Yeah. So, that's amazing. so that's really so, profound. And mother, Aya said to me, cause I, from the trauma that I went through, She said, you've been so disconnected from your body because it's been too painful for you to be in your body. It's safe for you to be here now. So it's common that Mother Aya speaks to you during the medicine. Yeah, so after my my second journey, I remember I went out and it was raining. I was like barefoot on the ground. I just felt like the rain was cleansing me, taking away my pain. And for the first time in my life, I felt like I could be present. And I was like, wow, this is what being present is. Yeah. Yes. it's
0: so hard for people to live in the present isn't it because yeah. like people are so worried about alright what, what am I going to do next week or what happened to me to pay, what yeah. happened to me a week ago with this person or whatever or COVID or whatever mm-hmm. and people are so caught up being either in the future or in the past yeah. they can't live in the present yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you're absolutely. absolutely right. but it's really the only thing that actually exists is right yeah. now yeah <laughs> yeah. So we're here recording a fucking bomb ass podcast damn right, right now, damn right sure. so um, you were saying to me off air that you got Eight grams deep into psilocybin.
2: Oh, yeah, I did. So, so that's something that I did forget to mention as part of my spiritual journey. So that's something that I did um, back in, I think, July last year as I guess preparation for Cambo and Aya. And yeah, we did eight grams each. That's a lot. It was a lot. Why, like,
1: a? Why did you just go
0: fuck?
2: Yeah, fuck recommended two. Let's yeah. just go. Because my good friend Lee, he is like the mushroom king. And he's like, no, like eight grams will be fine. I was like, oh, but it says like a hero dose is like four or five grams. Yeah. I think like, he's like, no, no, you'll be fine. And honestly, it was exactly what we needed. Um, yeah. But it was really, really hard. I felt like I had been strapped into a rocket ship and I had just like been oh, shot yeah. into space. The intensity of the the come up, was so scary. I was like, I've taken too much. Someone needs to take me to hospital. Yeah. And my husband was the same. But the thing was, we were like feeding off of each other. And it was actually very interesting. The mushrooms, it was almost teaching us. like We were feeding off this negative energy off of each other, freaking out, when really we just needed to surrender. Yeah. So there were so many hidden lessons in that eight-gram trip, um, and I'm super grateful for. But don't recommend. You'd
0: never do eight, eight again?
2: No, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would. It was nah. really, really I difficult. I yeah. Um, maybe, like, four would be hitting my, Maybe even six, but...
0: Yeah.
2: Um, look, never say never, but... Yeah. It we'll was... have her
1: back on in two years. She's like, all right, 16. Let
0: me Let me 16. I actually
2: know someone that has taken 20 grams.
0: <sighs> fucking hell. Yeah. Eh? They're still alive.
2: Yeah, a week before they did Aya. He's amazing, though. That's we, yeah, That's yeah. insane.
1: 20 fucking grams. <laughs> yeah, nah, fucking hell. That's, yeah, that's an, that's another. That's so that's 12 more than what you did. And as you said, you were strapped to a rocket ship to yeah. the moon.
2: Yeah. My poor husband, he experienced the full ego death and yeah, he was still though. struggling to, and for him at that point in time, when we did mushrooms, he hadn't even started his spiritual awakening. Oh, so okay. it kind of just like blew his mind, all this, you know, um, knowledge and how much his mind expanded in such a short period of time. Yeah. He really struggled to integrate that for the, you know, for like the six months after that. But now he's he's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, and he's actually booked in to do ayahuasca with me in oh, May, wow. which is exciting. Oh my god, that's cool. Yeah, I'm super excited to. So do he's with him. so
0: in in the last like since COVID, he's kind of gone from nothing kind of thing yeah. to like now wanting to do ayahuasca.
2: Yeah, um, I think I've definitely rubbed off on him in the terms in terms of you know the spiritual awakening. Yeah. Um, and how much I've grown and evolved. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's pretty much gone. Like he's always been very open-minded, yeah. um, but not so much spiritual. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. now he's yeah trying new things and that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. We need we need, we need more I'm of, that. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't
1: that so amazing? I think that's again like you. you Getting back to, I guess, a little bit of a conspiracy. No wonder they don't want this shit readily available to people oh when that's what it can achieve. Like, If yeah. they, they need people with maximum ego, yep. maximum mm-hmm. not living in the present, maximum focused on all the wrong shit. Yeah. And I hate
2: calling it a conspiracy theory because it's not exactly, it's, not.
1: Exactly.
0: it's, yeah, it's right. the truth.
2: Like, we are oh. so powerful, and if we knew the abilities that we have and how these psychedelics can benefit our, our lives and our minds. Yeah. We'd be unstoppable.
1: Well, I even said something I remember when I was talking to you, even just as something as simple as like, when I, when I went through my you know, awakening about the world, and I, what, one thing that I found so interesting was that the only other people that would talk to me about it were weed smokers. I found that so interesting that it was for me being able to talk about
0: 9-11 or whatever it was, it was someone else who smoked weed. I was like, yeah, man. Because it opens your mind. It gives you that kind of gateway to be able to then go, all right, there is something more going on. Yeah. And then you just look at how hard they have tried to stop that being something that
1: people can get their hands on. And you're like, well, that's exactly why. I always think about the start of Pineapple Express you know where they mm. give the army guys like black and white video yeah, and they give, yeah, they give yeah, Bill yeah, yeah, the yeah. wind and he's like going on about fuck the system <laughs> and, and they're like lying. ban it kind of yeah. thing. And that's it. That's that that's the the truest like thing of all the psychedelic you know, yeah. any of these family of, of, of um uh, of drugs or whatever you want to call them, um, they all have that a lot in common where yeah. like, they they seem to want to stop um, people being able to access things that allow them to access more of themselves yeah. because Um, We're incredibly powerful. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you think about again, the people that have dabbled in that kind of stuff are the ones that are on the front lines and vocal against everything that's happening at the moment and the tyranny that we've been facing in the last two years. Well, that's exactly why. Because we're like, holy fucking shit, we can see the writing on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. I think we've got to smash out some questions. Let's get some, Yeah. Let's, let's do some of these um, questions and then we'll wrap it up. So I don't know if you've listened to, to too many episodes, but obviously every guest we have on, we, we have a set of questions that we ask at the end. Uh, just to wrap it all up in a nice little bow. So um, question number one for you is, what is your favourite song of all time?
2: Dreams by Fleetwood Mac.
1: Oh, my God. Someone who the didn't even Lovely. have to fucking Just boom. It. That's and someone who has been through. I was oh, eight it. It grams. Like, like, she fucking knows. Oh, I love it. I um, love it. What a good song yeah. as well. Yeah. Amazing. The right? map attack <laughs> is just... Um, I'm very lucky... That my I was thinking about this the other day because I went back and listened to some dire straits. Have you oh, ever classic. Like, so, yeah, fucking know um my dad had such good music taste. Yeah. Like, so growing up listening to um you know queen and fleetwood mac and dire straits and all of these like really even like buddy holly and stuff like that that now that i'm older i have a better appreciation for um but yeah i love i love fleetwood mac and that's a great song we normally let people do you have a second and third that comes to mind just because people normally give us a few that's just the the, the top
2: Mm, no i don't i think i'm just gonna stick with that one yeah okay
1: amazing all right very good all right we'll hear you
0: question number two who is your favorite comedian or comedic actor
2: I'm gonna have to go comedian actor and it's yeah. Jim Carrey. Oh All-time yeah, He's so yeah. Good. What's your
0: favorite Jim Carrey then? You got the a favorite movie of his?
2: Mm, Ace Ventura. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh oh my God. Yeah. He's yeah. just yeah. so
1: good. Yeah. What a like, what a powerful man in terms of just like what he was able to achieve. I think of him mm-hmm. and because I'm a massive Chris Farley fan. Yeah. And I think of that kind of comedy type and just how no one's been able to do it even close since. Yeah. But yeah. like none of the comedy actors that you see these days are that kind of really intense It's the expressive emotion. That's what yeah. it is. And yeah. they yeah. both of them did yeah. such a good job and unfortunately Chris Farley, I mean, may have also been narcotically influenced a little yeah. bit. Um, but them two are the absolute standouts and, and Jim Carrey has made such an incredible career for himself out of yeah. being able to do that so well.
0: I like Yes um, Man too, even though it's a bit of more of a Mainstream kind of one.
1: Mm. Oh, there's something special Yeah, yes, man. Yeah. Uh, I love it. It's got the Kiwi bloke from Flight of the Concords. Yeah, and yeah, Restarty. is amazing. Yeah, as well. Guys.
2: Do you remember um, a couple of years ago everyone was calling him crazy for the, the stuff he was calling out? Yeah. Were <laughs> they Jim really? he he's so. Yeah, yeah. you haven't
1: seen the Jim Carrey no. stuff
0: where they're like, he's yeah. So, I've seen one interview where he does the triangle and shit. But yeah, no, he's. Yeah, ca- he's called it all out. He's
1: came amazing. Out and, said, no, no, shit, yeah. and that's why I think he was out of the. I mean, that Sonic movie he did recently was did one of his night. first... He did Good night. He did amazing. Yeah. But that was one of his first mainstream movies. It was kind yeah.
2: of oh, yeah. cancelled for a bit because of the stuff he yeah. was to yeah. light. Yeah. 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 yeah, it makes sense
0: because yeah. he wasn't in for a good period there in anything. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. He seems to have gone through a big awakening, the man. Yeah. Um, um, well, number three, we're not going to ask you because you've obviously meditated
1: before. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I have, yeah. but nowhere
2: near as much as I should.
0: Like, <laughs> so that's that's usually the third question. Some, some people go, yeah, some people go, nah, you know, like, but... Was yeah. your first meditation experience before breathwork
1: and everything else? Did you do that yourself no, or No, my not first until
2: meditation after? experience, meditative experience, was through breathwork. Yeah, yeah, so, wow. And okay, then yeah. since then, I've actively done meditation. meditation? Cool. Yeah. but yeah, it's not something that I do anywhere near as much. Yeah, as I should. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard
0: though. It really is. Like we were saying before, yeah. it's just hard.
2: But... We resist what benefits us the yeah. most. really. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. isn't that
1: crazy? Mm. And that's what I think as well. We talked so much on the podcast, like we've got to get back into meditation or whatever. So yeah. I'm glad I went and did the breath work because again, it's kind of that reignited peak, yeah. that, um, that feeling in me. Again, question number four is going to be an easy one for you, but I guess uh, we'll still ask it anyway and see if there's one that sticks out in your mind. We normally ask what's one conspiracy that you just categorically believe in. But I guess for you, who we clearly know does buy into a lot of them, is there, what was the one uh, is there one that sticks out as the one that was just like the the thing that started yeah, your path smoking or gun. smoking gun or even one now mm. after all this time that's still like how do people not think that this is bullshit or whatever?
2: So there's two. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one that started my spiritual awakening was the whole sex trafficking thing yeah. with yeah. children like Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and second one is the big pharma. Conspiracy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's really coming to... Oh, that's really... You know, it's so funny. So we're cleaning out my old house at the moment. I've just moved house, obviously. And um, in the corner of Winston's wardrobe, we found... Well, I knew that was up there, but it was like behind a whole bit of stuff. Probably seven bottles of Johnson and Johnson baby powder. Yeah, right. Because we got them in every one of his presents. But Ah. we already knew the lawsuit they were going through and everything because we're fucking woke as shit. Um, And so we just never used it. Never used it on him once as a child because we're like, well, they've literally been found to have cancer-causing chemicals, why the fuck would we use that? And it was just today that I threw them all in the skip bin. No shit. At the I, house, <laughs> um, no because shit. I and I was Because la- I was like, Erica, look. And like and we were laughing with each other because we were just like... But even now, there's more and more like there was a, a particular type of baby wipe that, that I just saw a video on like all the different chemicals that they use. Yeah. And we've used that for so long. You just, yeah. again, you can't know everything, unfortunately, but mm, yeah. um, it's something you have to be so careful yeah. with. These companies don't give a fuck. No, And no. that's yeah. why it's been so... Mind blowing for me that people have just been able to be like, "Yeah, fucking jab me up, go go yeah, yeah, I'll do whatever." When yeah. like, if you even did, I don't know, fifteen minutes of research into yeah. the companies, you would find even on Google the most censored fucking place cool. on
0: the earth. It's also it's also what they hide as well. Like it's what they don't want you seeing. Of mm. course. Like, have you have you ever heard about uh, chlorine dioxide before?
2: Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: that's a rabbit hole you should definitely go down. I actually I take it.
2: I, Oh, do you? Yeah. See, I haven't yeah. I haven't explored it much, but yeah. I've heard of it.
0: It's a bit like when you, when I first got it, like started doing it, it's a little bit like, oh, you've got to mix chemicals together and you've got to do this so and
2: this.
0: So what exactly is it? So it's essentially like the mainstream media will like demonise it, saying it's like an industrial bleach. But mm-hmm. it's essentially what it does. It's like the, it's a, you know, like a chlorine molecule with two oxygen molecules, mm-hmm. which makes it completely different to bleach. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and it just goes through your body and it oxygenates your cells. So essentially, like, um, you know how you've got, like, uh, antioxidants? This yeah. does the opposite of that. Oh, wow. So it, like, it like oxidizes it. And because you, oxygen is, like, really, like, corrosive. Yeah. So anything that's, like, the small bacterias and stuff and viruses that are living within you, they can't handle it. They, they, get, they basically get, like, wiped out. Wow. Yeah. It was quite intense. When I first started doing it, I had it every day. Only a very small dose to begin with, but every day for, like, a week. And then they reckon that after, like, your fourth or fifth day, the um, all the bacteria and viruses and stuff with inside you realize that they're being attacked and they release like uh, chemical into you and I felt like sick, like flu sick. Really? Yeah. And they were like, but you just got to keep going. You and how keep. did you feel
2: after you kept going? And
0: then and then I, after I kept going, I was I was like feeling really good, but then I don't think I quite went hard enough. Mm. So now I, like, I've got I've got more of it now and I'm ready to like this time I'm going to have like a month straight because before I didn't want to run out and then be like oh I didn't do it right or whatever. Yeah. So I wasn't quite doing enough drops of it. Yeah. Whereas this yeah. time I know how far I can push my body and I can stay at that level the whole time and really, like, purge it. But I did did definitely notice I was a lot lighter in general. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the so. Trump thing where they're, like, Trump telling people to drink bleach? Oh,
2: yeah. That's what
1: the stuff is. So it's oh, literally yeah. that stuff yes. and there's a lot of, I'm like... big farmer have demonised yeah. the fuck out of it. Yeah. Um, same yeah. as they have. I don't yeah, know I've if you saw. It did that, you see obviously. that thing I shared you... That current affair, oh. where they're like, "Oh, the queen getting COVID, and now, well, at least there's this new treatment, and it was fucking ivermectin." Oh, ivermectin, I
2: know. <laughs> um, they're backpedaling so hard I now. Everything know everything. Yeah. Like, how can people not see through it? Yeah, I know. Exactly. Because they
1: like, they just do those little articles, and then yeah. unless you're like us, where you're so perceptive, yeah. and people just go, "Oh, cool, new treatment," and they don't yeah. even realize that the treatment that they're now trying to sell us is the one that they're fucking demonizing. The, the horse, um,
2: trunk. So the horsey horse, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry that yeah. Joe, Joe, rog- Joe Rogan was using it. It's
0: insane. Yeah. Uh, it's nutty. Or, I guess, then well, uh, on the same vein, the next question is, is what's horses, a conspiracy theory? No, we have done that one. No, that she doesn't believe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that one that you don't ooh, believe in? the one that yeah. I don't
2: believe in. Um, and you can't say
0: Flat Earth because that's what everyone says. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Something other than that. That is earth. one
2: that I'm yeah. not on board with. Yeah, Misa. Yeah, Misa. Um, ooh, I think I'm going to have to go that one. I.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Flat Earth. Well, here's an interesting... What do you think about aliens?
2: Oh, they're 100% here. Yeah, okay. We we would have to be so ignorant to believe that we're the only living organism in this universe.
0: universe. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I uh, I would love to meet
2: an alien. Do you know, some people in ayahuasca actually have experiences where they meet... Yeah. Wow.
0: yeah, and like interdimensional kind of ones. Yeah. Dude, we're going to this yeah, fucking yeah, retreat. Yeah,
1: this is definitely I know where we're, our inbox is going to get bombed up. Is this something that only you're able to do because you know the people or other yeah, people? Yeah,
2: it's not something that's advertised. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, hit me up. Yeah, so, so you can,
1: but you can Michelle. refer because yeah. I feel like we're going to get some people yeah. like, dude yeah, yeah. give me that fucking hookup. obviously yeah. we'd only recommend people that we think would, would take. Oh, you need to seriously. be able to
0: have I, I feel like for something like that like you said you wanted to give yourself a bit of a spiritual so if you've never had any psilocybin or even weed before or anything like that and you've never had that kind mm-hmm. of like almost like training
2: yeah i Look, wouldn't I, be going. i would definitely you. suggest at least trying some psilocybin yeah um, even just a small dose um in the lead up I, yeah. I mean some people can go straight into ayahuasca and not do anything at all but I, I think it's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. to just, just you have to go into it at and, least
0: so yeah. it depends ready on the person. For, yeah,
2: I did a lot of work leading up to mine. Yeah, yeah. and you have, yeah. Really yeah, yeah. you have to be in a really good mental headspace. Yeah, because yeah.
0: you have you want to have a bad trip. Yeah, yeah. And like, I think you even I wouldn't
2: call it bad. It can be rough. Yeah. Um, and
1: because you've got the people there to yeah to, to go guide you through it. Yeah, yeah. But as you said, like I think you would even admit yourself if you hadn't have done that prior work, it probably wouldn't have been it probably would have still been as powerful but it might have been way scarier. rougher yeah and, and there then, may have
2: been more purging if my vessel wasn't as yeah. clean yeah. or if I yeah.
1: yeah and then you don't yeah. know how much that would have then affected potentially the good yeah that you could have taken yeah. from it so yeah. I think that's probably the best yeah. way to look at yeah. it is like if you think that you can you know the kind of people that are probably going to be listening to this and interested are the ones that have more than likely had some experiences before yeah. and I'd be like,
0: oh, this sounds Definitely. fucking incredible. So, so we've got two more questions. Mm. Right, this is a good one. I reckon this leads oh, in really yes. well. Yeah. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
2: Ooh, um, I'm going to have to go with don't worry about what other people think about you. I know it's so simple, but yeah. it's such a simple piece of advice that changed my life because as yeah. soon as I stopped worrying about what other people thought about me, I was like a different person. I was living for myself and myself only.
1: Yeah. Look, and that's been probably one of my biggest things ever in my life. You know, I went through, I've talked about this many times on the pod before, but I was so concerned about, I was so scared of losing friends and stuff as well. Like Mm -hmm. I was always just worried about what they thought and making sure they were happy with me and they were going to keep inviting me. And it was always about... Their opinions that mattered, and not my own of myself and and everything else. And I don't even know really what flicked that switch, but I know for certain when that switch did flick, it changed my life uh, for so yeah. much for the better. Um, so yeah, I think that is uh, that is a, it's, again simple is sometimes best. You know, yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to be. A, yeah. oh,
0: I've got a four page. <laughs> piece of advice here that i read yeah some fucking bed. poem like yeah yeah um it can be that simple. so that's quite often a lot of things in life isn't it like the mm-hmm. basics the simple things are really what at the end of the day resonate the most
1: yeah live in the present um, like we talked yeah. about earlier you know
0: really not
1: just so, like really focusing on that and being like try i think i i consciously all the time when something cool is going on i try to slow time down as weird as that is like to sit there and be like realistic just yeah, yeah, yeah just really you know even i did it the other day at the house when we were all just like hanging out we we're playing that fucking stupid ball game yeah. beats were cranked the sun was out yeah and i just try and like grab time and like just slow it down in that moment as much as i can yeah so, as to like store that as something like this is as good as it gets you've yeah. moved into your new house you're exhausted as fuck you're being dickheads you're having a beer the sun's shining and it's just like you try and slow time down and really, really, I've done it at Unify every time we've been here yeah, at, yeah, yeah. at, at those music festivals where you're just like, it doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, like, exactly. Enjoy this while you can. Exactly. Um, would you right, want to hit it with the final question? The final question, 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 the all important, the one that we're all here for. That's it. Um, <laughs> would you rather uh, ethically <laughs> um, fight <laughs> a horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses?
2: I'm a lover, not a fighter. Of course.
1: (laughs) These ducks are, they've never had any spiritual awakening. (laughs) Yeah. They are in the matrix. look at the (laughs) pickpocket. They're Agent Smith uh, (laughs) ducks and horses.
2: I'm going to have to go a horse-sized duck. You're
1: going the big duck. Yeah. Yeah, Talk us through why. What's the... I just
2: feel like I could give so much love to the horse-sized duck and make him turn really nice and just... Wow! Then I won't have to fight No one's done
0: the conversion therapy before. I like that. It's like the monks in... I uh, can do some breath work on him. Oh
2: my God!
0: That's fucking (laughs) great. This giant ducks just laying down like... (laughs) Wait, 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 wait.
1: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. (laughs) That is so good. I, you know, I always rad. wonder if we're going like to run rad. out of answers. That gonna they, never, they, minds, never, they never, they uh, never, they never end. People keep bringing the heat. Well, uh, a massive thank you to yeah, you. This thank has you been so much. such thank an incredible bad. episode. Um, how do you feel? Uh, like, how do you feel now? You were nervous. You were so I nervous. nervous.
2: I don't know. I feel good, but I'm like, still nervous. No, <laughs> no you no, smashed was, it. Yeah. We had to
1: deal with some technical difficulties. I can't even speak. Yeah. Technical difficulties. <laughs> we made it through but we made it through and we're here um we are definitely going to uh get our boy ties to come and do a breathwork session yes um if you uh i will share the page and your details on the podcast website i'll share it on the instagram i'll link it on the instagram um, if you're interested at all, please contact us. Reach out to Breathwork Collective on uh, Instagram. Do you have a Facebook page as well? Yeah? No,
2: I just have Instagram. Just the yeah. an Instagram.
1: Yeah. So, and is it just like breathwork.collective or, um, or one word? It's the Breathwork
2: Collective all one word. The yeah, Breathwork Collective.
1: Yeah. Find that on your IG. Uh, hit up Tony. Talk about it with, with the people that you yeah. love. There, also go down to the cafe. Um, and yeah. get down was to the What was the cafe called? Hibernian Hibernian Hibernia. Cafe,
0: yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, uh, get some international roast. And get come. some international um, roast? <laughs> James uh, going to
2: kill me for that. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's, some he's like, got I'm all these
1: so <laughs> yeah. crazy ass beans. <laughs> um, but yes, no, thank you again uh, so much. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be having you on again later in the track to talk to us about even more of the journey because the business is really only just starting. It is. Breathwork yeah. Collective, what, maybe three months into it?
2: Since October last year. So yeah so yeah
1: that's crazy yeah, and yeah. so and you're already I see your post about being booked out like ages in advance yeah, that's, that's so in, good yeah I'm so currently good.
2: booked out to like mid-April now so. that's wow. crazy so get now, in and out
1: right. the uh, booking for, for May and onwards and yeah thank you so much again it's been amazing
2: thank
1: you for yeah. having me thank you <laughs> peace out